everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Last week you heard the heart-wrenching and heart-stopping story of a woman whose life, while destined for fame, was wrought with unimaginable pain, leading to a life of drugs, sex, and more to cope with it all. How did she overcome, survive, and not only thrive, but emboldened millions to do the same? Here to share more of her incredible, brutally honest, and authentic story in her just-released autobiography, This Is My Story, This Is My Song, is Hall of Fame gospel recording artist, comedian, actress, and star of the history-making syndicated TV series, He Ha, whose popularity and popular cast member, Lulu, is still bringing joy to millions worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, a wonderful honor indeed, Dr. Lulu Roman. <laughs> Lulu, welcome back to Testimony. <laughs> Thank you. Before we begin part two of our conversation today, I must tell you that as a young artist back in the day, the king of who I am was one of my very favorite songs to sing. Okay. And one we will hear, sung by you and Russ Taff, whom I also interviewed for testimony at the end of this broadcast. Powerful, moving, anointed. I just want to thank you for fighting to sing. And a fight it was. Please share with our listeners that story. And then take us behind the scenes of Hee Haw. All this has meant to you and what you are doing today. Lulu Roman, please tell us more. Thank you. Well, when I first came on to the Hee Haw Show, I was not singing. I sang in high school in the concert choir, and I got a solo every now and then, but I never for a second thought that I would be a singer. I did not. Uh, I always aspired to be a comedian, and so that's what I thought I would be. So it was kind of a, a surprise for me, as well for many others, that I got to start singing and that the Lord, thank you, Jesus, bless it. <laughs> when I first went on Hee Haw, they wanted, you know, we had a cast of about, I think it was eight when we first started. And when we finished, there was, I think, 50-some-odd people that were part of the cast. Uh, at that time, it was so small that they wanted to use everyone's talent for anything they had. So they wanted us to sing, to dance, to do anything that we could. And so they asked me to sing a song called, I'm the Only Mama That'll Walk the Line. And that was so insanely bad that they never <laughs> aired it. <laughs> Lord. So <laughs> when I was with Hee Haw, and in the middle of all that is when I got busted for possession of dangerous drugs, not once, but twice. And they told me they were going to put me under the jail, and I said, no, you're not. And they said, what? And I said, I don't fit. Now, I thought it was funny. They didn't. Needless to say, uh, I was looking at 20 years in the state penitentiary. And 
In between the time that I came back uh, is when I had my glorious experience with the Lord. My friend Diane, uh, we saw each other in the medical arts building in Dallas downtown, and she screamed, what's your phone number? And I screamed it back to her, and I got in the elevator, and the door shut, and I thought, you fool, what have you done? You have just given her your number, and she's going to catch you doing drugs, and you're going to get busted again. Well, I went up and got what I went for. In a couple of nights, she called on the phone, and then one evening, I heard a knock on the door, and I went to the door, and she and her friend, Diane, and her friend Paula, by then I had my oldest son, Damon, and he was six months old, and they brought me a hundred jars of baby food, and I had never in my life experienced anything like that. Because anything I got, I paid for it one way or another. I did. Mm -hmm. And they brought food for my baby, and they never asked for anything, for nothing. And no one had ever showed me that kind of love before. And so when they invited me to go to church with them, you know, my first reaction was no. And then I thought, well, they fed my baby, so I better behave myself and go over there with them. So I went to church with them. And I went a couple of weeks before uh, the Lord just began to work in a mighty way. And it happened on April 11th of 1973. And uh, I went to church that night with my friends, with Diane and uh, her friend Paula. And I always sat on the very back row. And so I looked up in the middle of the service and... Our pastor was six foot four with silver hair, uh, beautiful blue eyes, was a very attractive man and very stately. And boy, when he stood up, you paid attention because he was a mighty man of God. He was. And so I looked up and here he came down that middle aisle and I thought, oh, my gosh, that man is coming after me. And honey, sure enough, he was. (laughs) Uh, He stepped into the row in front of me and just grabbed both of my hands, and he said, I know who you are. Now, I had just been busted for possession of dangerous drugs. I'd just gotten out of jail. And he said, I wouldn't embarrass you for anything, but he said, could I introduce you to my church? And I know beyond reason that I said, no, you cannot. (laughs) But the next thing I know, I was standing there in front of him, and he introduced me to this church, Beverly Hills Baptist Church. If you were there, you remember. Uh, The next thing I knew, everybody in that place was around me. They were touching me. They were praying for me. It literally scared me to pieces because at that point in my life, I did not allow people to touch me. I was not good with human touch because I never had it. Hmm. And so the next thing I knew, we went back into his office. And he was very precious and very careful with me. And he ministered to me like you would to a six-year-old child. It was shoved down my throat the whole time I was in the orphan's home. I did not want anything to do with that God stuff. I didn't. But the Lord just used him in such a mighty way that we ended up sitting on the floor. And he asked me, would you like to ask Jesus into your heart? And then he said the strangest thing. He said, don't you toy with this. He said, if you want to change 
if you want your life to change, then you pray with me. Boy, talk about your life flashing in front of your face. Mine did. And so he prayed a simple little sinner's prayer, and I prayed it right behind him. And when I did, it was like somebody had just lifted a 2,000-pound yoke off the back of my neck. Uh, I got light as a feather. I think I jumped up and started dancing around, and then I caught myself. <laughs> and he said, oh, no, don't stop. <laughs> he said, anything you want to do to praise the Lord? He said, honey, you do it. Of course, I was in tears. Everybody in the room was in tears. And it was a precious, precious moment. And I went home, and I went to bed, and I put my little baby to bed. And I got up in the morning, and I got my little baby up, and I started to clean up the house and clean up the baby. And, you know, I thought, well, I better get things in order. About noon, right at almost 12 o'clock, I looked at my watch, and I thought, whoa, I haven't had any drugs since yesterday. And I was taking drugs 24 hours a day. I was sticking needles in my vein. I'd gotten to the point that all I wanted to do was just say hi, just to get away from the ugliness of reality, that I was no one's child and that no one loved me. And when I realized that I hadn't had any drugs, it scared me to pieces. And so I got on the phone and I called Diane and she flew across town to get to me. And I said, I haven't had any. I haven't had any drugs, Diane. And she stopped and she said, "Louise, you've been delivered." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and Amen. she said, "You've been delivered." I what? <laughs> Without any withdrawal. With no withdrawals. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Lulu Roman, the King of Who I Am. I've traveled far, still there is far to go Cause in my heart there is a longing To look upon your face Where you are is where I want to be Oh, 
testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Gensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.